welcome. Uh, for those of you that, uh, as Mike said, for those of you that might be new, I'm Pastor Jay, and uh, we have a capacity crowd on hand, and this is awesome. Um, this is unbelievable. Um, so we have been, uh, we've been talking about the idea of choosing joy, and when you talk about the idea of joy and you, and you think of the word joy, a lot of times you think of Christmas, and, uh, and to be in a, in a place in your life where you can choose joy is something that can only come um, through the Father, something that can only come through God, and it's the reason that Jesus came. Um, and you know, Christmas Eve, getting together for a Christmas Eve service in many ways is traditional for, for some of us. For some of us, this is the tradition, is that we, we, we go to the Christmas Eve service, and we've all got different traditions in our life, um, and, uh, and family traditions especially seem to be synonymous with Christmas in many ways. I don't know if, uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you have different things that you would consider a tradition within your family. I know one tradition uh, for my family seemed to be um, getting up at like 5.30 in the morning. My kids would get up at something like 5.30 in the morning to try to open their presents, and we'd have to say, no, you need to go back to sleep. And then they would get up at 5.45 and say, Dad, can we open our presents? And we would say no. And it's funny because I think back and my sister and I did the exact same thing. So I wonder where they get it. Um, but we've all got different kinds of traditions. And, uh, and another tradition that we have in our family um, that, uh, that really is something I brought in with my family because it was a tradition in many ways in, in my home growing up too was that every Christmas Eve, and we will do it tonight, um, we will sit down together um, before everybody goes to bed and we will read the Christmas story. We will read from Luke chapter 2 and, uh, and we'll read the story so that we'll be um, reminded of exactly why uh, we are celebrating and why we are doing what we are doing. Another really cool tradition that, uh, that was started in, in our family by um, an awesome Sunday school teacher that, uh, that taught my kids growing up is that every Christmas morning, we will pray before the kids open their presents. Miss Verlin, if you're here, that's your fault that we do that every Christmas morning, but we do. Uh, and, uh, and Gavin is the one that kind of started that, my oldest, and now it's sort of trickled down, and, and it's just one of those things. Um, but the reason that we have those traditions, the reason that, at least for my family, that those kinds of things are things that, that we want to keep going with is because the foundation of everything that we value as a, as a family is really wrapped up in those kinds of things. The good news of great joy. That's the reason that those things are worth continuing because of the good news of great joy. And I've got one passage for you tonight that we're going to look at. If you have your Bibles or if you have your Bible app, you can just flip to Luke chapter 2, verse 10 and 11. And for those of you that are with us every, every Sunday morning uh, through the month of December, we've been looking at, at these verses. But I want to break this verse down for you in a way tonight that maybe you haven't seen. Because there's, there's a very specific reason that these two verses were chosen. So let me read it to you. And the angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This has been a verse that we've looked at over and over and over. And it has so much meaning, though, for us 
It has so much meaning because of the joy that it represents. And so I want to break it down for you a little bit and show you the gospel right in the middle of these verses that you may not even realize. These words were chosen very specifically when God speaks, when the angels speak. You have to believe, you have to know that every word that is said, every word that is spoken is intentional, is on purpose, for a reason. And so when you look at this verse, the angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people, all the people, all the people, not just a select few, not, not just the people in this church, not just the people who think like me or believe like me or look like me, not just for my friends, not just for my family, not just for the, the people that I like to hang out with, but for all people. The good news is for everyone, and that means everyone. And sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we forget that the good news of Jesus is for everyone, not just for the people that fit into the box that we think that they should fit in. He came to connect with all of us. He came to connect with every single person. I don't know where all of you have come from tonight. I don't know maybe where you're going after this. But I do know this, that the good news of great joy is for everyone. So even for the people that you're going to see tonight or tomorrow that you really aren't excited that you have to, the good news of great joy is for them as well. The next part of the verse, is born this day. Is born this day. This is, again, for a reason. God became man. Breathe that in for a second. God became man. God. Jesus was God in flesh. Scripture is very clear about that. He was the visible image of the invisible God. To give up the power, the limitless power that he had, the authority and the, and the awesome place that he was in heaven, to come down and be a helpless baby, fully dependent on others, was a choice that he made, and it was only the beginning of God's love for us. Because God created us to be with him. And so he was physically born intentionally, he gave up the place that he was in for you and for me because he loves you that much. God became man, born this day in the city of David. In the city of David. This is important also. The city of the king. The city of the king. Jesus was born in the same city as the greatest king that Israel had ever known. One of the biggest things that scripture does that sometimes we forget about, and maybe you didn't even know this. Scripture, one of the reasons for it is that it shows the lineage of Jesus or the bloodline, if you will. It shows the bloodline of Jesus. And so for him to be born in the city of David is a big deal. It's a big deal for him to have been born there. It's a very big deal because it's a prophecy fulfilled, which I'll talk about here in just a second as well. For him being born in the city of David, Jesus is in the bloodline of King David on both sides of his family is something else that I don't know if we realize. Joseph is in the line of David. His father, Joseph, is in the line of, he's in the line of Abraham, as it talks about in Matthew, and Mary 
if you look at the lineage that's laid out in Luke, most theologians believe that that is Mary's lineage, which also goes back to David. Both lines trace back there. This is a big deal because it means prophecy fulfilled. Jesus was who he said he was. He was who he said he was. Every word of this verse, intentional, specific. Good news of great joy. A savior. A savior, not just another person, not just a good teacher, not just a great man. He couldn't be just those things. Not just a king who didn't care, but a king who would save us from ourselves because our sin is what separates us from God. And we can't do anything about it. We need a savior. No amount of good deeds, no amount of good things that we do, no amount of great gifts that you give maybe to somebody who doesn't deserve it tonight or tomorrow will make you worthy enough to rid you of the sin in your life. And so we need a savior. We need someone who is willing to give everything up for you who lived a perfect life. That, that is Jesus. No good deeds can remove our... We can't get clean enough. We can try. You can shower all day long. But you're not going to get clean enough. He's the Messiah. Christ. Who is Christ. Promise fulfilled. The Messiah. Christ. The word. It's a Greek word. It's actually his title. It's not his last name. It's actually his title. A lot of times we get that confused, but it really means Messiah, who is the Lord, who is worthy to rule and to lead our lives in the right direction. Capital L, Lord, who is the Lord, and that is good news of great joy. That is the good news, and that's what he wants to give you. That's what he wants to give you this Christmas, tonight, right here, right now, to take with you when you leave here, when you spend time with family tomorrow, with friends, with loved ones. That is the good news of great joy. And so Luke 2, 10 through 11, hear this again. And the angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior who is Christ the Lord. So if there's a connection point for you to walk out of here with tonight, it's what's hanging on the wall behind me. Choose joy. Choose the joy of the Lord. Because he gave everything for you. And it was designed specifically for you. It was designed specifically for us because we can't save ourselves. And I can't think of anything, anything that should give us more joy than that. And so how do we, how do we experience this joy? How do, we, how do we do that? Well, we have to do in some ways the same things that the shepherds did. The shepherds right here, they, 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 they had to go. They had to go. They had to make the decision to go. The announcement was made to them. And as we talked about Sunday... The shepherds were not the ones that the announcement should have been made to. 
They were not the ones that should have heard it. They were considered the outcasts. They were considered the, the unclean ones, if you will. They were, they were the ones that didn't deserve it. But God chose to start the announcement with them. God started with them and they had to make the choice of what to do with it from there. And they chose joy. We have to go and see. And we have to change our focus and change our focus to the miracle of Jesus. Because as we broke down that verse, this isn't just a coincidence that it all came together that way for him. This Christmas will fall short for you if you have not chosen the joy of Jesus. Maybe you've not really seen Jesus before in that way. Maybe you came in here tonight dragging. Maybe you came in here tonight. You didn't know what you were going to experience, but you just kind of wanted to get through it. Lock in here for just a second. You have the chance to walk out of here with a new perspective. The people that you get to interact with, people that are around you, God has put in your life for a reason. And I believe that you're here tonight for a reason. Maybe you haven't chosen the joy of the Lord. Maybe you haven't even with the Lord. Maybe you're not even sure about any of this. Tonight could be the night that maybe you get some of those questions answered. Tonight might be the night that Christmas Eve is the night that the good news, the gospel becomes real for you. And the great joy that you can have because of that is something that you can take from here. And this could be a different Christmas for you. Would you bow your heads? If you're not 100% sure that you're gonna be with Jesus in heaven, because let me tell you, he is alive and well and wants nothing more than to have a relationship with you. But if you're not sure that you're gonna see him one day, that you're gonna meet him one day, tonight might be the night that, that you could do that. Tonight might be the night that you choose Jesus so that you can choose joy. Because as I said, I promise this Christmas is gonna fall short for you if you have not chosen a relationship with the Lord and to choose his joy. And if that's you, if you're not totally sure, let me just tell it to you really quickly this way, that God created you to be with him. And he loves you so much that that's why he sent his son. That's why we're here tonight to celebrate. And as I said, we can't make ourselves clean enough. Our sins can't be taken away by the good things that we do. And that's what Jesus was here for. He paid the price for you and for me because he lived a perfect life and willingly gave himself. And that's for anyone and everyone. And life with Jesus starts now and it lasts forever. And if you've not put your full faith and trust in him, maybe right where you are, you can cry out to Jesus and do that right now. If maybe you need to talk to somebody. Maybe you'd like to have a conversation about that. Would you be willing to maybe just look me right in the eye if that's you? Just me and you will see it.
Father, I love you, Lord, and I thank you so much for, for this night that, that we've had to, uh, to come together, Lord, as we celebrate your birth. God, I thank you for the power of your word, and I thank you, Lord, that every word in scripture, God, is intentional, and that there is so much power there. God, I thank you that you chose to come down to this earth to leave your heavenly home, to give up the comfort that you had there, to come down and basically suffer for us. Lord, we praise you and we thank you for that. God, you love us so much. Lord, I pray that if there's one here that maybe doesn't know you as Savior, God, that tonight, Christmas Eve, might be the night that they get that right with you. Lord, I pray that all of us would choose your joy not just for the next couple of days, Lord, but as we move forward into 2020 as well. We thank you so much for what you've done, for what you're doing. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would just continue to move tonight. In Jesus' name.